How's it going everyone? I'm Nikki. I'm one of the ordinance here and I get to speak to you today from John's Gospel, from John chapter 6. A little backstory into where we will be reading from is you might have heard the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 with a boy who only had five loaves of bread and two fish. And that is the beginning of this chapter and the verses that we'll be reading from follow on from there with the next day. Once the crowd realised that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, you were looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give, that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Now, reading this passage again, I could see myself with this crowd of people. How I came to faith was pretty much because of food, uh, specifically free food. I was a fresher at uni and my friends and I were going to head on a night out somewhere. Uh, but beforehand, I wanted to get some food. So I headed out on my own and I was just going to get something quick. And I ended up getting stopped and leafleted by someone who was trying to get me to join this gathering. Um, I completely ignored it and I carried on walking and I just said, no, I'm fine. I'm actually, I'm going to go out soon and I just wanted some food. And she said, well, there's food there and it's free. Pretty much all you need to know about me is that I love food. Um, but when it comes to free food, that is, that's another level. Uh, and as I entered um, that place, I didn't actually know it was a church uh, using the word gathering kind of threw me off um, but I kept going because th there was such good food there and well it was free and for the next few weeks as well uh, and the, the people were nice too uh, but the, the food it was yeah uh, obviously as the food offering dwindled um, I had to stop thinking about the food for my stomach and 
engaged more on this person who the church would speak about, Jesus. And in this passage, Jesus himself is trying to get the focus of these people away from the food for their stomachs and to focus on him as food, uh, in this case, bread. And that's what we are going to do today. We're going to focus on this bread. Uh, We're going to look at three things. We're going to look at what this bread does. We're going to look at what this bread contains. And we're going to look at how much this bread costs. So number one, what does this bread do? Uh, We have this picture of Jesus as bread. He says, I am the bread of life. As you probably would agree with me, bread is no glam food. Uh, No one's favorite food is bread. Uh, You know, if I said to you, hey, come have um, some bread, um, or have this like chicken and waffle dish, like there's there's no contest and it's not actually that healthy either. Um, But verse 31 helps us a bit to understand why bread is significant. Uh, It says, our ancestors ate this manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. This relates to the story in Exodus, where uh, you might have heard the story before. God rescued the Israelites from slavery uh, in Egypt, and they spent time in the wilderness, and they complained because they had no food. Uh, God heard their complaints, and they woke up the next day uh, on the ground, was covered with this thing called manna. Uh, this heavenly bread. And that happened every day. And this picture is what Jesus had in mind when he says, I am the bread of life. Jesus is saying that that heavenly bread that came down every day was a representation of me. I am the bread of life. This bread sustained the Israelites day after day. Every day they got hungry and God gave them this manna. And Jesus had just done that before with the crowd of 5,000. They came back the next day uh, for more food, but Jesus, this time, instead of feeding them, he's saying, hey guys, no, that there's something deeper going on here, a deeper hunger than just your stomach. All of us have needs, right? Uh, You might have laundry that you need to do today, or you don't have like a shirt for tomorrow, or Uh, You need to get food shopping because you've got no food in the fridge or like a work deadline or something. But we all have deeper needs, don't we? Not just the things we need to do for today or tomorrow, but the things that we need to know in life that never leave us, that we yearn towards. Identity in who you are, uh, purpose in why you're here, freedom from restraints in life and love that you feel there is more of. And we always find ways, don't we, to satisfy those questions, that hunger inside of us, those needs. And what happens is we get hungry again because we are feeding ourselves with things that just aren't sustaining us, but only maintaining us. Um, I love films and box sets and I have watched probably sadly like hundreds of them. And to name a few that I like, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, Big Bang Theory, Uh, The Mandalorian, it's great. And the list just goes on and on and on. And I'm not saying don't watch films and stuff. Um, I'm probably just going to move on to another. um, Loki on Disney Plus is calling me. Uh, But there's always another box set for me to go to. There's always another box set that I could keep watching and that would would keep me happy. Um, Or rather, distract me from my real hunger. Jesus, in verse 27, he says, don't work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, 
which the Son of Man will give you. Jesus is saying, don't go putting your energy uh, in food. Uh, that doesn't work. That won't sustain you. I sustain you. I'm the actual thing you need to come back to every day to feed you and fill you. I am the bread of life. And um, you know how food works is the food sustains us. Like that bread sustains us, not the other way around. Like I don't sustain the bread. And this mentality, this, this affects the way how we serve our attitude to worship. It's always God sustaining us and God nourishing us. We bring our hunger and Jesus fills that hunger. So that goes on to question two, what, what is this bread? What does this bread contain? Well, Jesus says, I am the bread. I'm, I'm the bread of life. The bread contains life. Um, there's this great movie called Moana, uh, and it's this girl who's searching for adventure, uh, for meaning and life. And uh, I don't know all the songs off by heart, but I know that there is definitely this bit where it says that she's looking back to where she is, uh, her family and her tribe, her island she's in, and she says, this is, this is the life. Um, even if you haven't seen that film before, which I, I'm, I'm sure you guys have, um, if not, you should. Um, you probably know what that term means, though, that this is the life. For me, it would be a whole day building Lego with like a TV series on the background. Uh, I don't know if like, like for Mark Bishop, it's going to be like gardening and, and doing his decking and probably actually for Phil as well. Um, and when Jesus is saying, like, I, this is what the bread is, it's saying that I, um, I'm, the, I'm the life. It's not just life is in existence. No, this is the bread for the quality of life. This bread is the bread of true living, of true joy, of real hope and meaning and purpose. Uh, a few chapters later in John 10, uh, Jesus says the same thing again. He says, I'm the gate for the sheep. I've come to give life and life to the full. And lastly, our third question. After this, of thinking like what this bread is and what it contains, how much does this bread cost? How do I obtain it? Well, it's free, kind of. Um, on one side, or on our side, it's free. Like Jesus paid it for us on the cross. So this gift of bread is given to anyone and everyone. And whether you are rich or poor, young or old, there is, there's no earning it. But there is still kind of a cost to receive it. And that cost is simply to trust. To get this life, I need to trust in who Jesus is. And, and you might be thinking, hey, that, that's a big thing. Um, I guess it is, um, but it's the best deal going. Um, an example is um, if Bill Gates, uh, the guy who created Microsoft, said to you, hey, give me everything you own, which obviously sounds really hard, giving up everything you own. But in return, he says, I will give you everything I own. There's no thinking, right? Like, yes, I have to give, I need to give everything I have, uh, which sucks, but... When I know the return is tenfold, I, I would do it without even thinking. And with Jesus, it's even better. Infinity times better. We, when, we give our, our, when we give ourselves over to him fully, uh, in return, we go from death in sin to life. And not just remember life, but life in all its fullness. Here is another way to say it. You bring all you have. You bring all your worries, all your struggles, all those prayers, all those thoughts and searching, 
your anger and even all the good stuff to your wealth and your family and friends. And Jesus in return says, I will pour all myself, all himself to you, all his life into you. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Uh, As we close, uh, I want you to picture um, being on a table. Uh, You you may want to close your eyes for this, um, but picture yourself on a table with people around ready to eat. And then picture yourself eating. What does that look like? Um, There might be some big appetites on your table. You might be one of them. But you don't get full by simply having an appetite. You don't get full by looking at others. Um, You don't get full full by looking at um, the food around or planning when to eat. You get full by eating yourself. You personally have to eat yourself. No one else can eat for you. Uh, The past few months, uh, I've had to reflect on what my faith looks like when I'm not worshipping in the church at the 6pm service with friends. Uh, Many of you know, uh, many I know that you have the same as well. Uh, And I can't rely on others to feed me. Uh, The church and community is good and the church is meant to be supporting and encouraging all of that. But I still have to have my own solid relationship with God. Because what happens when they aren't there? I myself have to know Jesus on a deep, personal level. We need to know Jesus on a deep, personal level. And then picture the next day. Yeah, you're coming back to the table. Yeah, you know when we eat, we get hungry again, right? And like the Israelites that picked up manna day after day, we have to come back to the table to Jesus all the time too. When we run dry, when we go hungry again, and we need more of Jesus. Uh, There's always abundance with Jesus, but we still need to go back to him um, again and again. And if you're empty now, maybe you you haven't prayed since last Sunday, or maybe you haven't uh, opened your Bible since uh, the start of the week, and you need to fill up again, uh, this is the moment to do so. And then come back to the table again and again, and keep doing that. Uh, And the more that we do that, eat day after day after day, And the same day that we eat real food, it gets broken down. And then that nourishment and energy gets spread around and we grow. And as we receive again and again who Jesus is, uh, what he's done for us and why he did it. When we let that digest in us, we never go hungry again. And that's what I want us to do now, digest our passage today and let Jesus work in you. So thank you, Jesus, that for you, you are our nourishment. You are bread of life and you sustain us. You truly sustain us. Jesus, we come to you and we receive from you and we wait for that digestion of that bread And Lord, I thank you that you give us abundantly and that every time that we come to you, you're there. Uh, We say we're hungry for you, Lord, and uh, hungry for life. I pray that you give us that now, that you are life. Uh, Feed us with yourself 
uh, in our place of need. Amen.